Locked On Podcast Network and Odyssey present Locked On Today. The NBA draft did not disappoint with drama. Our Locked On expert panel reacts to the biggest moves of the night, the Raptors shock, the Warriors swing for the fences, and so much more. I'm Peter Bukowski, starting your day with the stories you need to know and the biggest debates in sports. You're Locked On Today. Searching all major sports. Found. Let's start with the biggest story. Adrian Wojnarowski broke the news early Thursday. Cade Cunningham would be the number one overall pick to the Detroit Pistons, which means the draft started at number two with the Rockets, and they sought a scoring punch with a G League standout. With Jalen Green, I mean, you had mentioned it before, just a high-powered scorer that, that could just bring the excitement back to Houston. I think he's the sexiest player in the draft. I think he's going to be on Sports Center highlights all of the time. He plays above the rim. He's going to drop a four, he's going to have a 40-point game probably his his rookie year uh, in the NBA. And and you know, look, we got kind of talked about this before. That's what fans really want to see. That's what gets us in our seats uh, to, to watch guys that are not only going to score, but they're going to do it with flair, with creativity, uh, with a little bit of dramatic uh, athleticism involved. And part of the thinking, I'm sure, for the Rockets with Jalen Green is that this ignites our franchise. This is the guy that people start buying season tickets for. This is the guy that people start showing back up for. As good as Evan Mobley is, and I think he's really, really good, and personally I have him ahead of him on the big board, Evan Mobley doesn't sell tickets the way that Jalen Green sells tickets. Evan Mobley doesn't become the face of the franchise the same way that Jalen Green does. And I'm not saying that that was a, a tipping point for the Rockets, but I think when you look at their owner, and how he's handled things in the past, I certainly think it was part of this of the consideration for Jalen Green. And if he had played in college, uh, I think that the buzz would have been totally different. enormous around him and the pressure uh, to take him over Cade Cunningham would have been way different. You just answered the question that I had. The pick is in, it's official. The Houston Rockets with the second pick in the NBA draft select Jalen Green. The surprises start at four when the Toronto Raptors passed on Gonzaga standout Jalen Suggs to snag the versatile matchup nightmare Scotty Barnes from Florida State. Guys, this makes me think, my initial reaction, that maybe Kyle Lowry's sticking around and maybe they just need Scotty Barnes to be a defensive presence in the backcourt and kind of work with the guys that they have and, and they're going to make another run. I also think that Masai may see Scotty Barnes as a 6'8 point guard. Uh, which is what I think he is. Yeah. And that you can get a 6'3 point guard or 6'4 point guard, or you can get a 6'8 point guard. And if you believe in him, and, and you know, look, this same question happened when Philadelphia drafted Ben Simmons. Yeah. What, uh, you know, what are they going to do with him? Are they going to play him as a small forward, as a power forward, as a point guard? Uh, they decided to play him as a point guard, and that's, that's how they used him there. And, and so I don't know what Masai's thinking, but... I don't necessarily think that you look at Scotty Barnes and say, oh, well, they're keeping Kyle Lowry. They didn't draft a point guard. Scotty Barnes, in my opinion, can be at a point guard, and maybe that is where he pops the most because of the size advantage that he has both defensively and offensively be able to see over guys, to be able to really wreak havoc with that 7-3 wingspan. Um, this could be the other way that the Raptors are thinking. I, I don't know. I, I'm not talking to them, but... I, I definitely think that, again, people are underestimating what Scotty Barnes can be in the NBA. First of all, he has to be the first person 
to her turtleneck in July. <laughs> in New York. In New York. Where it's humid. If I could have wore a turtleneck, I would have, but it's I'm in Texas right now. But I actually like the pick. I think this is a better fit for Scotty Barnes than Oklahoma City, where everyone was projecting him to go, including myself. I think in Toronto, he already has Van Vliet. He already has Siakam. And he's allowed to be who Scotty Barnes is. I think he's going to be able to play a little bit of point, maybe some four, maybe even some five. Nick Nurse is very creative with his lineup, so I think you're going to see Barnes all over the floor. Locked On Today is brought to you in partnership with Odyssey, your new home for music, news, sports, and podcasts. Download the Odyssey app today. Coming up, the Warriors swung for the fences. But will it pay off? That's next. Now, here's what you need to be locked on today. Oklahoma City loomed over this draft with the number six pick and a war chest of draft capital unlike anything we've seen. So when they selected Aussie Josh Giddy on a team that already featured Shea Gilgis-Alexander, it raised some eyebrows. So, let me throw this at you. The rumor here is that it's gonna be Josh Giddy. Yeah. Surprise, a little bit surprised. That- that- we feels like we didn't talk about that. <laughs> yeah. That, yeah. Let's let's talk about that because yeah. that feels like that's that's not that's not where we're, most people had getting mocked. Certainly not where I had him mocked ever. I, well, I didn't. I don't even think I mentioned him uh, at, at Oklahoma City. So good on Sam Presti. Uh, you know the whole thing there at Oklahoma City is they keep everything really tight to the vest, and you know whenever something <laughs> leaks, you almost have to be afraid of the leak. Though Poku leaked last year, and so I think everybody felt more confident, including me, that maybe maybe the front office is leaking now. They did not let that leak. I haven't heard anybody talking about Josh Giddy uh, to Oklahoma City. Obviously, one of the best passers in this draft. Very intriguing at 6'8", and the way he is, again, able to handle the basketball, pass the basketball, a little bit of a funky shot. Uh, defensively, you worry a little bit. Does he have this sort of lateral quickness and athleticism uh, to defend guys in the NBA? But, uh, but man, I mean, Raphael, you're the international guru, man. Yeah. I mean, take, take, us, <laughs> take, us, take us through the rationale of why Giddy to Oklahoma City. Well, first of all, if you look at their roster, you have Dort is Canadian, Gidges Alexander is Canadian, Pokashevsky, Serbian. It's a busy uh, passport office. Maladon is French. <laughs> let, let, let me interrupt you here because it's official. Josh Giddy selected by the Oklahoma City Thunder. Jonathan Kaminga entered the draft as the class's biggest enigma. He was a physical marvel, a tantalizing score, but some scouts worried about his feel and fit in the modern NBA. The Golden State Warriors, ready to make a run at another title with Steph Curry coming off a virtuoso season and Klay Thompson back off injury to rejoin Draymond Green, had to make these lottery picks count. They're banking on Kaminga to hit, tabbing him with the seventh overall pick. <laughs> just said he's not the right fit for the Golden State Warriors. So why would they take him? I'm assuming that he's a high upside guy that they can move in a trade. Maybe it's, I mean, the first thing that comes to my mind is, is the Wizards and Bradley Bill. But everything we're hearing today is that Bill wants to stay. Kaminga in a deal with Wiseman and Wiggins and the 14th pick makes sense to me there. Outside of that, this pick doesn't make any sense to me. And then we're hearing, Chad, you're, you're reporting here, uh, Franz Wagner with the uh, eighth pick uh, to the Orlando Magic. That's not official yet, but uh, a couple of surprises here, including this Kaminga pick. 
Yeah, it's a, it's a little bit of a string of surprises, right? Uh, you know, one, James Booknight, who I think we all thought was kind of going, still still sitting there, that's a surprise. Um, uh, Giddy, I didn't see Giddy coming at all, to be honest, at Oklahoma City, so that's a surprise. Kaminga, we'd kind of heard, you know, earlier in the week, they weren't going to pass on him if it was there, and then the last couple of days, it's like I thought they started to get some cold feet about that, and I know the coaching staff wanted somebody who could help them now. And then it's really interesting for the Magic because you thought for sure Book Knight, uh, if he's there, or Kaminga, if he falls, they take Franz Wagner, the guy the Kings were coveting at nine. And so none of these guys are really weirdly out of draft range, but they're sort of in different teams than we thought um, they, they would be. I, again, I didn't really have Wagner going going to the Magic. And so, um, you know, shows you what I know uh, before, <laughs> before the draft. Uh, my mock draft uh, is, is a mess. Okay, minus shot, yeah. minus shot. It's like my NCAA tournament bracket. After <laughs> yeah. A bunch of upsets. That's why I don't do mock drafts. See, if you don't do it, they don't get screwed up. That's what happened last night. Here's what to look for next month on betonline.ag or now or whenever you feel like it. NFL Super Bowl futures are out and Kansas City sits atop the rankings. The betonline.ag lines for the team to hoist the Lombardi Trophy are Kansas City at 5-1, to one, Tampa Bay at 6-1, to one, Buffalo 11-1, to one, Green Bay 14-1, to one, and San Francisco at 14-1. to one. For all your Major League Baseball, Olympics, and golf lines, betonline.ag has you covered. Sign up today for a free account at betonline.ag and use the promo code LOCKEDON for a 50% welcome bonus. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Coming up, Zaire Williams. Is he the steal of the draft for the Grizzlies or fool's gold? Our cue of the day is next. Today's episode is brought to you by Built Bar. Did you know Built Bar has so many delicious flavors it's the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar and there's something for everyone you like fruit and chocolate try the cherry barcia or the raspberry i had orange today delicious or if you want a little bit more decadent how about cookies and cream how about salted caramel double chocolate coconut the coconut is awesome everything that built bar makes is delicious. It is the protein bar that truly does taste like a candy bar, but they're healthy too. Check out the macros. We're talking 17, 18 grams of protein, calories all under 200 calories, some as low as 130. That's really good stuff. Low net carbs, low sugar. I don't know how they do it because they're tasty and healthy. I don't get it. I don't get it. But Built Bar is the official protein bar of the US track and field team. Also, very cool. Go to built.com and use promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your order. That's promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at built.com. Agree or disagree? This is the Q of the day. The Memphis Grizzlies traded up to the 10th spot to snag Stanford's Zaire Williams. And although he is an appealing high upside draft prospect, our experts disagreed on the wisdom of this pick. You guys are at odds over Zaire Williams, but Memphis is known for drafting well. So this is one of those things where... All right, Chad's Chad's probably right. (laughs) (laughs) You have fallen back in love with Zaire. You didn't have him mocked in the first round at all. Correct. So let's start with you. Why not? 37% from the floor, 29% from three. More more turnovers than assists. If you look at the high school tape, which I know that's probably what's driving yeah. him right now, the high school tape, 
and I'm, I'm positive he looked good in one-on-one -on -one workouts against chairs and, and cones. But I go by what I see on the film. I, I, I saw the potential and the upside of a shot maker, but I just didn't see the ball go in enough. He missed 70% of his shots, <laughs> or, or 60. <laughs> so as we, as we continue this conversation, it seems like book night's going to be the pick for Charlotte at 11. Uh, so two questions. Let's start with Zaire. Yeah. And, you know, you've fallen back in love with him. I did. What, what made you buy into his promise? I think it was – this has been a tough year to evaluate because of COVID. Yep. And these young men have gone through things that no young – draft prospects have ever gone through before. Stanford was an incredibly unique situation. They had no home games. Right. Uh, he was living on the road the whole time. The team only had one hour to practice a day. He injured himself right at the start of the season, was carrying around a bulky knee brace. He had family members who died from COVID-19 during this process. There was just so much that was going on here that I just don't think we saw the real Zaire Williams. And what happened was he got with longtime trainer Joe Abunazar, who's one of the best trainers out there, got himself in, in great condition, and he went out and he, he, it wasn't just chairs. He was crushing people in workouts, and people saw the old Zaire Williams that they saw in the high school tape. And, uh, and why Memphis? Tayshawn Prince is on that staff at Memphis. He was the guy who was the big believer in Zaire. He was the guy who was advocating for him. And frankly, I see a little Tayshawn Prince in mm -hmm. Zaire Williams. There's, there's some similarities there. So Tayshawn is, is advocating for a guy that's sort of like him. Uh, Memphis has been right about this in the past. And yeah. if they are right about him, they've, give, they've put another great piece uh, with, with John Morant on this team. And finally, Terrence Clark likely would have heard his name called on Thursday night. The Kentucky forward died tragically in a car accident in April, and the NBA honored him by inviting his mother and siblings onto the stage at Barclays Center in Brooklyn. His coach at Kentucky, John Calipari, said on Twitter, I want to take a moment to remind everyone that this would have been Terrence Clark's big night as well. I can only imagine how wide that smile of his would have been hearing his name called. Now that you've got the news, go make some money. Listen to Locked on Bets, download and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Coming up on Monday, now that some of the dust has settled, where does the NBA pecking order stand? We'll have all of that and a lot more. So at least until tomorrow, stay locked on today. Today.